0: To fresh take you are listening to the fresh take network
1: Joshua, Adam, William, Arrothnot with the Talents of Sexy, the Dangerous, the Deveneer. It's Devin Seal. Welcome to the Rundown. We're back, baby.
0: We're back, and we have a lot less baggage attached to us, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: get out of here, Adam. Get out of here, <laughs> Senator. Get out of
0: here, Nick. The I, gruesome, you know gruesome what? is back. You know what, though? Nick, Nick, Nick's like the Nick zone, it's, it's slowly shaping up for me. I kind of like the Nick zone. Yeah, the Nick zone, I never
1: really know where to go.
0: Because
1: there, there's takes Nick has sometimes where I think we're like simpatico on yeah. stuff. And then yeah. I know we're like, you know what's not good? Infinity War. I'm like, whoa, what the <laughs> What is going on?
0: And he just says it so confidently. Garbage movie.
1: Yeah. And he he oh. and no no back. No back at all. Like him and I got into it about, you know, um my take that Eternals is a good movie. And it will benefit in the long term in the and Mar- Marvel and Mar- in the MCU. And we will look back at that as a positive movie. I still hold that take. And uh, yeah, he's like, No, it's a trash movie. I'm like, just hold on, it'll matter. It will matter. I have to, I have to... faith.
0: Well, the friggin' first Marvel property that references a hand sticking out of the earth, it might matter. <laughs> but so we're we're it we waited a long time for that. I was gonna say, we're not here to talk
1: about Marvel, but we are
0: marginally, marginally. marginally
1: um okay what do you what do you want to talk about first
0: Mm, i'm going to tell you my list of things that i've watched okay and i'll tell you my list of things i've watched and see and see where we match up and then we'll go from there so i've watched three out of four invincibles i've seen everyone yeah okay well i didn't realize i I didn't let's say invincible
1: when you've seen the whole thing because i can't remember everything right now so invincible Really quickly, what have you thought of the first, first three? I can't remember the order of everything, so just your thoughts on the first three episodes. Well,
0: that's exactly my problem with the friggin', with this season was, you know what? Credit to them for just breezing through and very little recap, like nothing happened. But after two and a half years, I did not remember any nuance to anything. All I know is that Omni-Man and Invincible fought for some miraculous reason, and then the robot guy was a kid. And
1: did you watch um the Jillian Jacobs character's uh, solo movie?
0: Adam not Eve? yet. No, uh, episode that's zero really
1: fucking good. Really I good. do
0: like I do like her character. Um, I know the reviews for this season have been kind of middling, and it kind of goes back to what I talked about two and a half years ago, was I don't really care about most of it. I don't yeah. really care about most of the characters. I don't, I really just want to see uh, Mark do invincible things and kind of figure out the rest later. I think we spend way too much time with him out of suit and out of superhero-ness. And, you know, granted, I, I do appreciate he, uh, him learning about his background and him trying really hard not to become his father. Uh, very, you know, very Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker-esque. Um. But the high school stuff him going to college for the first time don't give two shits about uh and then the f- just the fact the way, that you only one- have one
1: episode left
0: <laughs> yes i know i know and, I just and the anime
1: of one so technically two
0: yeah the anime one i don't think is required viewing but it's like it'll probably benefit
1: it's, it's good i enjoyed it yeah
0: i definitely like i definitely think she's a great character I by think the way
1: I, I will say one thing i did remember and we'll talk more about invincible when we see the finale when they started doing the multiverse stuff, I'm like, not invincible too. No. Yeah,
0: it didn't it didn't kind of last it didn't last long. It kind of lasted long. I don't really know. Yeah. Like there there's there's like these blue, like there's the blue twin dudes who are geniuses who are Clancy Brown. Yeah. Um
1: they're not Clancy Brown. They're um no? oh no. um what's his name? Famous voice actor. Uh, Kevin Kevin Michael Richardson.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. um anyways you see those two guys and i'm like why do they still exist and why haven't got like they were in they've been in jail for a bunch of times and they break out of jail and i'm like okay i've seen this before a few times yeah. um so in real i just i just don't care about the lore enough to really like pursue it and yeah i probably could have rewatched season one in, in anticipation for season two but i didn't think that's probably my bad i think i I uh, look, not I being prepared that.
1: i was gonna do it too so
0: but like not being prepared. There's just nuances that I've totally forgot in yeah. really, really weird. Like I just, I, I just don't remember. I don't remember any of the things with like the, um, who are, who's the Avengers of that world? What are they called? Oh God. Like the league, the league of heroes or something, something like that. Like that. Like, I can't remember. Don't remember a single thing about any of them. <laughs> all I know is Jason yeah. Makazoukas, isn't it? <laughs> and his girlfriend is fucking the older dude. That, I think That's all you really need to know. Yeah. So I'm not against it. I just like it's a I'm not really hooked. I'm not as hooked as like, for example, One Punch Man, which kind of exists in a very a very, very similar vein, but the execution is so different. Yeah.
1: Um, the the fourth episode is really, really good. I think the cliffhanger they leave awesome. in one for three is good. Okay.
0: Good to know. Well, I I mean they killed they killed Seth Rogan's character, which was like such a ballsy move Lord, and like you saw every Well, that's the other thing I was going to say was like, he was made in a, he was made in a laboratory. So it was kind of like, yeah, they can just remake him, But like, he got his ass beat, which was a really granted a really, really interesting scene. Um, So can
1: you like uh, part two, we don't even know when part two is coming out. Like, I think, you know, that's kind of another mark against it. Like you have these shows, right. It's like, Hey, it's a winter break. And we're going to come back and we'll be back at this date to tell your fans there won't be much delays in between seasons anymore but to give them four episodes, and I know animation is hard, I, I know, and I, I I still probably don't even know, because obviously I'm not in animation, but I understand how hard yeah. it is, unless you're the South Park guys, uh, but you know, to not, just leave your fans stranding now, coming to the second half of the year, and be like, oh, I thought we'd be back in like right after the holidays. Yeah.
0: The wor- Okay, so the worst thing, <sighs> Amazon was in, a, was in a really interesting spot with Invincible, um, I actually think it had a lot of hype to come out. I have no qualms of the cast. I have no qualms of the animation. I have no qualms of the professionalism and the maturity that they exhibit in this show, getting people like Sandra Oh, JK Simmons, Seth Rogen, Stevie at UN, like, like hundred percent credit to all of those things. But the execution has been God awful. They have lost all momentum because this thing was, this thing was advertised on, on, on buses, and benches and billboards and they talk so much about the cast of all these a-list characters that we like walton goggins is the guy with the 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 cecil guy sterling k brown sterling k brown's so much credit to all of the people who are involved in this show but they have fumbled the bag like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know anyone who even cares about this show let alone the fact that like i gave it like a three-month break to even watch season two and we like season one for the most part so, I think oh. people
1: care about it, but I do think well, we're people are getting frustrated now, of trying oh, yeah. to get into something. It's it's one thing to have something like the boys, for example, right, where the boys took a whole year off last year, but you still get the stopgap of Gen V. But I I do and that helped the boys, right? Because I think as you were and I were that's, talking what, you were about I that's what you were saying, anticipated. Yeah, the boys took a drop down, but then Gen V kind of reinvigorated everybody okay. for this next season of the boys, right? Um. Whereas, that you were talking about with the end of Invincible, the meme with Think Mark Think and everything you had there, people were ready to go. People were ready to jump back in that yeah. world. I mean, you take as long as a break that other things come into people's lives and they get excited. Then, you know, for the people that even do enjoy this season, they're enjoying it. You get four episodes and then we're out yeah. and now we're not telling you when we're coming back. At least give the people an idea, even if you just do the bullshit spring 2024, right?
0: Yeah. Just just some kind of line of sight like i'm not expecting eight episodes all the time i like even if even if you really want to pad it and do one episode a week and then you're like oh it's actually christmas new year's let's skip a couple of weeks before you get so you get episode four beginning of january and then episode five is like mid january i'm totally fine with that But at this point in time like you're making this a lot of work for me to watch an adult superhero show like i i don't get me like, don't get me wrong. I want to like this show. Um, There's a few obstacles in my way, but at the same time, we're in a position now where like, I really get to be choosy, but I get to go back to being choosy about the shows that I Mm -hmm. want to watch. Um, I think that we have not had that. I have not had that luxury for a couple of years now. That's a testament to how good television has been, but now it's like, Oh, like if this doesn't pan out, I got three other shows on the go right now, and I really don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, and well, especially now, like things are starting to pick up, right? Like we have yeah. all this other stuff coming. So, all right, Invincible, what's
0: next? Uh, I'm two episodes into What If.
1: Okay, I finished it obviously, so we'll, no problem. we'll wait until you're finished. That I, I thought uh, the first Let's episode. Give me some, I... give
0: me some thoughts. Like, give me some like things that I should be. Uh, feelings that i should be prepared for like you were kind of mixed i I like season
1: one more personally um this second episode was okay i actually i actually did enjoy the second episode with like the 80s avengers i thought that was yes
0: yes that was well executed um to have and that's like that's such a nice thing about the marvel cinematic universe from uh phases one to four where all of these side characters who may or may not have had moments to shine, but to bring them back in this show and give them more fleshing out is such a nice feeling to have Roger Slattery be Tony Stark's dad and to have um friggin' uh, Carol Danvers's boss, who's, uh, was it Michelle Pfeiffer or whatever, come back. Like, yeah. to have all these great superheroes or, you know, these characters as superheroes, but come back and be their own superheroes, That was a really really nice touch um i don't really know if they got thor thor's personality correct in the 80s versus the 90s because he was like he was super powerful in the 80s and then he he shows up in avengers and basically takes four movies to get his shit together and that's only 20 25 years in in the span of human years and which is a blink of an instant for him so i would have liked to see him be more cocky less confident uh but he was funny i i really like when i like when thor is given the chance to just be like air kind of arrogant in a sense but not being a not be a dick about it because i think that's what makes him funny i think when he was more self-aware it was kind of sad uh the hank pym stuff was funny um Peter Quill stuff. That was like, this was like a nice, interesting twist. Like it was like a nice little, it was a nice little, like it's exactly what it was it advertised. It was a like half an hour of like, what if Peter Quill attacks Earth? Well, like we got a nice little fleshed out story for it. The Nebula one, which was episode one. Nebula was Runner part one? of the, the. Oh yeah, the friggin' carbon copy of Blade Runner. I was kind of, I was iffy on. It was That's okay. It's fine. That's fine. I don't think it really made me like I've never really asked myself what if because I've never really considered Nebula to be like why would she join the, the Nova Corps in any kind of circumstance other until the fact that she had joined the Guardians. So that was a weird what if where it was like, eh. Like I don't really find it that plausible in the established canon that that could have happened.
1: Yeah, I agree. I wasn't. The rest of the season, I, I, I think the thing that it, it, it messed up on my opinion is, it just, there wasn't what ifs that I was very excited about. The episodes were fine, but you yeah. have so many new characters you can go in of like, you know, with with Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk and Moon Knight and ideas you can go with those characters. And they just right. kind of stayed still with the basic Avengers and breached out like a little bit. And I didn't feel like they got very creative with, there was apparently one idea that was a very dark Spider-Man story, but they didn't, Disney didn't let them go down that route. Um, so I, I found by the end of it, it was the the finale pisses me off and we'll get into that. And it's, it's again, Marvel kind of my problem with secret invasion. That's the same with this. It's Marvel not understanding what happens when you have overpowering characters and how detrimental that can be to stories and Mm -hmm. to templates you've set in prior examples with where character power levels are.
0: That's exactly my problem with episode two with the 80s Avengers was that Thor was essentially infinity level powerful when we just watched him struggle with those kinds of things, coming to terms with those kinds of things throughout phases one through four. Yeah. What's next? Uh, What else did I watch? Echo? I did watch. I watched the first episode of Echo, which is like a weird. Okay. So you saw Hawkeye.
1: Great.
0: (laughs) Isn't that what we were all isn't that what I like what we assumed? I don't know. Like what what am I missing?
1: So the Daredevil fight, that's all that matters.
0: Okay, so you've watched every episode, correct? Yes. And in it, out of it, what what's what's your fucking finale pissed me off. Really? Okay.
1: There's something that happens. And fuck, I was like, what the fuck was that? Other than that, really. This is not this is not
0: She-Hulk twerking or anything, is it? No,
1: no. just oh god it sucks um but you know i I overall thought it was cool it's good to you know see an indigenous hero finally yeah and i you know and obviously someone that you know signs and the acl use in this is is fantastic Mm -hmm. and like her her whole story the actress i want to get her name correctly here um first time first time she's acted in anything oh nice Uh, uh uh alakwa A- 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 cox uh, forgive me if i got the pronunciation wrong but she's awesome we got graham green in this bitch so yeah she, we did always win it you're always, winning. You're always oh, winning with graham green
0: well you know what i was gonna say was uh i've only had one episode to base it off of which i guess i've seen some pretty cool things in one episode but um is this just the hybrid of Tulsa King and Res Dogs put together? Because like bit. even the like her her dad's in Res Dogs, Graham Green's in Res Dogs. I was like, oh my goodness, this is basically like, are these worlds intertwined? Are Res Dogs like part of the MCU? Well, it's Which funny because like, I, funny... I
1: I haven't seen Res Dogs yet, obviously. And I'm like, oh, this actor's really cool. What have they been in? Res Dogs. This is yeah. really cool. What have they been in? Res Dogs. I'm like, fuck. Okay, I guess I really oh, gotta watch Res Dogs.
0: That's basically how I felt watching the show. I was like, oh, uh, okay. Um Kingpin's my question don't... my my question about this show is who is it made for? What is the purpose of this show? Um, to establish
1: and, the street level uh starlight verse I guess spotlight verse whatever it's called.
0: And this is what I'm really confused about. Why is why is this not tied into the Daredevil show? And right. I know there's a Daredevil I know there's a Daredevil show coming. Yeah. okay so let's look at that other way right like right now why is her rise and her taking out kingpin not on matt murdoch's radar in new york and her coming to her own as being like a crime syndicator or her own her own queen pin if you want or whatever um for them like so we got these great teases and we got we saw Hawkeye we saw Matt Murdock and then it was like now I'm going somewhere else and it was like guess guess where I what I don't care about now I don't care about you being in a uh in a roller rink uh granted the level of combat the the visceralness of like the blood and stuff like that a plus like all the and I actually really do enjoy the character I just don't know if I really care about the character enough to like now that i now that matt burdock's not coming back or like presumably not coming back why do i want to watch a show about her in oklahoma uh why is this not like the secondary thread to a daredevil show uh, to reestablish daredevil
1: what we talked about with uh werewolf by night that's what this could be this is another example of this could yes just be werewolf by night
0: Yeah, give me an hour or 90 minutes of her taking out and uh, this is what other this is what else bothered me about this show. The first episode, which was what, 59 minutes or something like that. 28 minutes of it were a fucking flashback to Hawkeye.
1: Yeah.
0: How would Hawkeye wasn't even that long? How did you smash together 28 minutes of Hawkeye? That's what I really want to know. Like, holy shit. Um, I I did I like I, I actually like literally paused the TV when like after i saw like when like the title credits started again and i was like oh my god like i have never had it like that's almost what it like i almost wanted that for invincible yeah and instead we got that for echo who didn't even get 28 minutes of screen time in hawkeye
1: no i mean the daredevil fight was dope but like i mean yeah the problem no problem problem with this all respect to echo i think she's a cool hero and i look forward to seeing more of her um but i just wanted to see kingpin you can't put a character like daredevil and kingpin in this and be like and because a majority of people are just gonna be like echo you're real cool and i'm gonna let you finish but daredevil and kingpin are two of the best of all time so you like, just you just want to see you just want to see echo and you just want to see daredevil and i'm sitting my amazon device off every time i say this
0: well my my question is like would the Daredevil TV show not be a great way to introduce like Deadpool, which then it would introduce the X Men, which would then, in, like, you know what I mean? Like, I would have been better for we, Moon
1: Knight. I don't know about Deadpool, but Moon Knight for sure.
0: Well, Moon Knight isn't really linked to New York as much as like Deadpool is, is he not? Because Deadpool and Spider Man and Wolverine are all kind of friends. Like, so yeah,
1: I think just kind of afterwards because Deadpool just kind of puts himself into where he wants to go. So he's not as much street level. Not as much street level like like a Luke Cage or an Iron Fist or Jessica Jones. Yeah, I think you should worse? have. I think
0: you could have. You could have left out the Defenders. You could have left out Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Have Echo become the big bad of the Defenders, or even the big bad of Mar uh, of Daredevil for this particular season, and then have her like if you even made the Daredevil show, half the episode is Daredevil and half the episode was like is like Echo building up her crime empire i'm actually really okay with that i like i like her different nuances i like the artificial leg i like the mma stuff i like how she can like beat the shit out of people i like how she like kicks people with her metal leg the dirt bike or the, the motorcycle stuff is rather cool i just don't know if this is like this is the kind of same thing you mentioned it with werewolf by night and i i mentioned this with moon too. Why moon Knight wasn't just a movie or a tv show or or whatever like Marvel is really off with making us spend a lot of time for characters who don't need a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Unless Echo gets some magical special power that I don't know about through the power, like, because she got bit by a rat or something. I don't understand why I need to watch six episodes of Echo. Say it any I would like to watch six episodes of Daredevil with her in it, though. And then they the the finale is like him taking the crime boss out, or her turning and, and to the, good the or something. The best part
1: of this show is Kingpin. It's the best part. is Kingpin. And the, and the shitty part about this show is Disney made it official. All the Netflix stuff is canon. So I'm like, damn, ah, damn it! I got to watch all this shit now. All the Daredevil, all the Jessica Jones, all that shit that I stopped at after like Daredevil season two
0: i gotta oh, watch, I didn't it, watch it i thought you no, didn't watch it
1: no because i was like this is whatever i never saw any punisher like i saw punisher in daredevil but i never saw punishers apparently
0: punisher is really good though yeah um, i've heard punisher is amazing
1: didn't see jessica jones um didn't see iron fist didn't oh see yeah defenders like fuck and then, like you said with invincible there's so much stuff to watch and now i gotta watch all this other shit no. because now it's canon i'm
0: like but then I'm like, well,
1: they'll probably just give me like a Hawkeye level thing and I'll be good to go.
0: I don't know. I just. We talked about this watch all the time of Marvel. I'll
1: probably watch Punisher.
0: Um, I'll watch it when I need to watch it. And that's the thing. Like, that's why I've kind of held off on all these Marvel properties for the last year or so since Secret Invasion. Like, Ugh. I have literally no desire to watch Secret Invasion. Because when, the next thing I watch may or may not even reference it anymore.
1: I've also made like it. Loki,
0: I don't, I've, I totally lost interest in Loki. And I'm really sad about that, but it's true.
1: I've also made it not Devin's priority. I used to not force, but be like, Hey, this is kind of our job. We have to review these things. But and now I'm just kind of like, Hey dude, if you don't want to watch it, you don't have to watch it. I'll review it by myself. Or I'll,
0: I'll review it with Andy and you can save yourself from it. I'm not even like, I'm not even like, I don't want to save myself from it. I just don't know. Like, it's one thing if, like, if we could build theories and build all these character interactions into our predictions for future movies or what made, us, what made us excited for future movies, like, who are we going to get in Age of Ultron? How is this going to happen? Uh, who's going to show up into it? Oh, we get um, Scarlet Witch and we get Quicksilver and they're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, how are they going to do Mutants? Like we got to talk about that for months and months and months and months and months. Now it's like they won't answer our questions about giant hands sticking out of the earth. Um, movies are getting like redone as they're like mostly completed and then getting refilmed. Uh, yeah, the Daredevil TV...
1: starting started to get today from scratch after shooting six episodes. It started from scratch. Yeah,
0: yeah. Daredevil's doing that. Blade um, characters are literally leaving captain america oh, captain actors america
1: has got half of it reshot
0: actors are literally leaving Stephen to young. get re- steven yeah, Stephen Le- Le- Le young left yeah Stephen young left like i'm i don't i'm not like and this is the funny thing like a lot of these podcasts i listen to and stuff like they talk about like the downfall of superhero stuff i don't think it's the superhero's fault i think it's the management Disney's management of Marvel the last like three years has been god like basically since Black Widow has been god awful. Um, I myself am really I would be really excited to see characters that I know and love finally on the. Bi- I would love to see a Blade movie. Friggin' I I and I want to see a Blade movie, but you gotta get me excited about Blade. You can't just tell me a Blade movie is coming and not give me any teases. Or you're gonna have like Mahershala Ali's voice at at the end of Eternals, and expect me to be like, "Oh oh my God, here or Moon Knight even like, give me a fucking break! Like, I need like I need a visual. I need him like sucking on someone's blood at the end of a movie, and then like running away. I need some. I need a. I need him with a giant sword. I don't know. Like at least with Thanos, like yes, his character design changed, and his voice actor did change between like the first teas and like the second or third but we got T's after T's after T's, including references. Every single one of those, not every single one of those movies, but every other one of those movies in phase two used the word Thanos. So by we're the time you actually, by the time you saw Thanos, you're like, holy shit. I don't know anything about this guy, but I know everybody talks about him. Yeah, No one knows who Blade, like we're not going to talk about Blade we're not gonna talk about like, oh no, what what's the guy from uh, what's Kit Harrington's character, Black Knight? Black Don't Knight. give a shit about him. Don't give a shit about Harrington's character. You're
1: Styles. just juggling, you're just juggling too much. Where before they like had like, okay, so A will lead to B, but then B will lead to C, but then C will lead to D, but C will yeah. also lead to E, but E will lead, yes. lead to F. Like, but now it's just like, hey, A is gonna lead to Z, but Y will lead to J, and then K <laughs> will lead to W, and W will lead to five. <laughs>
0: it's very true that's 100 true that's why i don't care because you know the loki stuff should matter the loki stuff just these these tv shows should have been two two movies to reset everything you bring in the tva as part of the movie thing and then suddenly you have multiverses or you have other characters from multiverses in in loki season two or the movie two and the rest of it doesn't fucking matter but
1: I always have my joke of that scene in Austin Powers Two, where Basil talks about uh, him, Austin him, are talking about space time continuum and time travel, and Austin's like, but yeah. oh no, I've gone cross eyed, and that's how I feel now if I'm trying to explain the MCU to you. It's like oh no, I've gone cross eyed trying to explain all this. Where like you know if your if your friend or partner hadn't seen up until infinity war and you just took them you could basically explain what's happening going into that now try to fucking explain to them going into secret wars what the fuck just happened
0: no well secret invasion <laughs> secret Wars, secret invasion loki season two
1: well uh... secret wars is supposed to be the big are the new the next end game in infinity war right Right. Like, try explaining to them what's going on. Well, this happened, but then Spider-Man had to sacrifice himself, and now no one remembers him. But there's also a hand sticking out. There's also like this superpower, like super scroll walking around. Also, Doctor Strange has a third eye. Also, the guardians of the galaxy are kind of gone, but kind of not. But Peter Quill's on Earth. And uh Loki's now kind of the king of time. Um, Thor has a daughter, but it's not really his daughter, it's like his enemy's daughter. But he sa- went to save his daughter. Oh, and then um Natalie Portman died, but now she's in Valhalla, so she's kind of not dead and she might come back. Also, Thor pissed off Zeus, so now Hercules is after him. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Elliot is oh, yeah, like screaming goats.
1: Uh, Hulk, ha- Moon Hulk has a son now. Oh, yeah. And there's the She Hulk. <laughs> uh, there's Moon Knight, and he has multiple personalities, but like, the worst personality may actually still be around in the Kill Ethan Hawk's character. Miss Marvel is around, and then. Captain Marvel like took out the sun and then you know the other Captain Marvel, she went to another dimension where the X-Men are. So now she's there and she doesn't know how she's gonna get back. Like, I could go on. That's a lot. Whereas Infinity War to be like, listen, there's this big fucking purple guy, there's these stones, they they've been trying to collect these stones all the time. He's got 'em. Yes. The Avengers gotta stop him. Let's go.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's literally the whole That's Infinity War. The stones matter. It doesn't matter what they do, but they matter.
1: And I actually hurt my head trying to think of all the Marvel stuff. (laughs) It's complicated.
0: It's actually why
1: I'm happy this year. Echo's done. And Echo didn't, like, break the bank. There's one big part of Marvel lore at the end of this from Echo that you take with you. Cool. Going to go to Deadpool, see what Deadpool is. Then we get Agatha, and then that's it. So I'm actually kind of happy, like, that's it this year. It actually is the best thing for Marvel
0: is to have is nothing it? really is it yeah limited is better
1: well no, I'm not, not limit saying limited is better having.
0: but like you need to limit i'm gonna be honest with you i liked agatha as a character
1: yeah we don't need the show don't, don't be wrong we did not i need don't the give the two shits about this show i, don't I only do because of, of the series and franchise savior that is aubrey plaza that literally saves next to any movie that she's in
0: you think Aubrey Plaza is gonna save the Agatha TV show?
1: She saved Dirty Grandpa. So she, she can only <laughs> save anything.
0: The Some best say part she about, was
1: a, I, I've yeah. rewatched Dirty Grandpa two times now. The when it's on cable because Aubrey Plaza is so good in it.
0: So how many times have you seen Dirty Grandpa total? Two and a half. Wow. I've not seen it at all. Yeah,
1: because Aubrey Plaza is awesome in it.
0: Okay, well, I'm glad that you give her props for that. I just, I'm telling you right now, there is practically nothing that Agatha can introduce into this show that I care about, and I'm sorry. Mephisto. Don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't care about White Vision. I don't care about Scarlet Witch until she shows up on a big screen, and I don't care about Agatha. And I don't care about like the Book of Coven. I you know what? I got a good enough explanation after friggin' Doctor Strange, to be honest. Yeah, I will
1: still, I will still watch it because I watch everything. But
0: yeah, yeah. you're not. I you're not, want that, to. I want to. Like, I'll catch up. With, like, if it's convenient for me. But and I will say uh, too, like,
1: well, in a few weeks we'll predict our Super Bowl trailers. I'm excited to see Deadpool, but I will not let any Super Bowl trailer fool me this year because the Flash trailer last year and year before that, Doctor Strange, both got me. They both. The, me.
0: Hey, the flash trailer looked good. Yeah, it was a great. It did trailer. look good.
1: That was a fucking good trailer.
0: It might be the biggest disconnect between trailer and movie performance. Like if you think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. What's next? <sighs> uh,
0: I think I just saw True Detective. And that's the last of the things that I've watched.
1: Okay. Before we get to True Detective, I'll run through some really quick stuff because then we'll go on True Detective and then talk about anything and then get out of here. Um, yeah. It's not Ted. Two episodes of Ted. Okay. No reason to be as good as it is, but it's it's hilarious. Really. It's 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 when Seth cares, he's awesome. You know. Yes. You know when Seth cares and he doesn't. That's what I've been saying with Orville. Seth cares when he makes Orville. That's why Orville's good. Uh, and Seth cared in this. I can tell. I still watch American Dad and Family Guy because. But as people know, I put stuff that I don't think about in the background when I edit, and those are yeah. perfect. To not think about shows. He does not care in family, and he's even said he doesn't give a shit about Family Guy and American Dad. He really doesn't give a shit. Uh, but you can tell Seth actually put work into this and took jokes that would have been in older Family Guys are in Ted.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, is Wahlberg in it?
1: No, it's a, it's it's Ted in the '90s in high school
0: uh so Wahlberg's character is a teenager teenager yeah gotcha okay yeah so it's kind of is it like kind of a teen comedy is it kind of an adult comedy like how yeah, mix you... of both
1: mix of both okay yeah it's I... it, it, even even people online is like i wanted to fucking hate this thing so much but damn it it's good and uh man it, it, it came out at the perfect time because this week uh the chiefs and the dolphins game was on peacock and the only way for american viewers to watch to watch the yeah. game, they had to subscribe to Peacock. So that game, I think, did 25 million people. So there's a huge surge in month Peacock subscriptions. So people are like, "Well, fuck it, I guess I'll watch Ted," which was one of the highest. I think it was the highest streaming show this past week, was Ted. So because people are like, "Well, fuck it, I have this stupid platform. What am I going to watch? Oh, Ted, I guess."
0: Well, Ted exists. Ted was. I didn't see Ted too. You can tell me if it's good or not. It's fine. Um, it just Ted one. Ted, one, though, was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. We were, we. it was kind of like near the end of like, we'll call it inappropriate humor. Um, so it was like the one, probably like the last, it was probably the last hurrah of like jokes at other people's expenses, where they looked, where they talked, the way they dressed or whatever. So it, it was, it stood definitely stood out as that comedy was dying out. Uh, Family Guy was definitely very popular at the time or Seth was just more popular at the time. And it was like it's like what it was like well done. It was what people kind of needed. And like everyone I knew talked about Ted. Like that's it, it's almost it almost exists in like the uh the Zoolander zone yeah. where people yeah. just quote people quote the best jokes of it all the time.
1: Better sequel. Zoolander 2 is bad.
0: Ted 2 is sure. Bad. I don't care, it's but fine. even Ted but 2 Ted, is fine Ted One. Ted one is like rewatchable. Oh yeah. Like People like you know, you remember, and this is this this is funny for a movie that like probably won't change the cultural zeitgeist much. You remember when you saw Ted, you remember how old you were, you remember your friends, you remember that like you remember what it was like in the 2010s that when Ted came out and it was like this was so mind blowing, this like he's like a dirty puppet, and you're like, yeah, "Yeah," and it's like that shouldn't work. Very well, did it's like it was like the best parts of like Brian and Stewie and and roger all kind and of rolled into one sounds like peter griffin yeah yeah kind of yeah yeah uh, but it, like so i'm yeah. I, i'm i'm higher on ted than most just because i think it was like it only could have came out at that time if it came out five years later or five years earlier it wouldn't be a big hit
1: i i wish i could give a recommendation for streaming in canada i don't know where you stream it in canada i have cable so i PVR. it's on showcase i don't
0: know what showcase streams on i think yeah, well I, think it's... I got p i have peacock through apple would it be on there
1: uh, yeah but do we get peacock in canada
0: uh through apple we do yeah oh i didn't know that Okay. yeah yeah my parents have peacock therefore i have peacock so i watched yeah, one episode Sugar of that and... weird god good uh, that weird godfather show oh yeah yeah that's you showtime know. that's
1: showtime paramount it's paramount
0: oh paramount sorry yes okay yeah yeah i was
1: like we don't have peacock so yeah i don't know where in canada it is it's on showcase and in the states they dropped them all so here it's like weekly i think that was happened with fresh the 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 bel air show as well they 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 drop them all but here it's weekly so sinner and i will be reviewing the first episode of bel air next week oh shit yeah we got Bel Air and uh Bachelor Review next week. So that'll be a side thing for us. So saw that and then uh Fargo, I'm wrapping that up. Awesome. One of the best seasons of Fargo ever.
0: So every other season is good, is is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Chris Rock season, it tried. It just wasn't. Was
0: good. that four? Yeah. Um, and then three was you and McGregor?
1: Two was you and McGregor. So the first two were good. Three was okay, but yeah, the two
0: was you and McGregor. So which seasons are good? One, obviously. One, one, two, kind
1: of three, not four, and then three. five.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah ham okay. is
1: ham is awesome. Holy shit, he is. So a we're in like the bastard with a capital B. Are we in like the Hamasons? I think so, man. He carried the morning show.
0: Then he, Top and, Gun you know,
1: and Juno. Yeah, t- Top Gun and Juno Temple needed this. I feel like okay because she i think she would have got typecast as the did not anymore
0: no not anymore i think that's oh type- good for her that's yeah. awesome
1: don't, don't you think that was maybe the direction people would have gone from ted Lasso with her
0: i believe so yes i think i think that was very very easily doable for her just to lean into that a few times
1: yeah and, and that's why she she's awesome in this she's great so nice. i highly suggest uh fargo when everyone gets a chance uh True Detective season one. The problem with this for the first episode is, I don't think like there's a lot to talk about, but it's just visually really, really well done, and the acting's great, and the setup for everything's great. Like you're set up. you're you're yeah. left like you were in the like we we did the whole third season, which was which was good. I thought it was fine, um, but this first season with Woody and and McConaughey we're just like, what's this? And what's this? And what does this mean? We're back to that feeling of like, what is this?
0: That is yes. Okay. So that's, that's the, that's the short version of, of the review. Uh, uh, And the reviews that I keep hearing online is like, we're back baby. Um, Now, the one thing that I, the, one of the qualms that I have with this show and many other shows is like the use of shitty CGI to prove like weird points. Um, Really takes me out of it. But Jodie Foster, oh my God. Like, don't get me wrong. Every single person in the world knows that she's one of the greatest actresses of all time. But, like, just like you think, like, and I talked about this with my partner after we watched yesterday. You think Mare of East Town is good, which is basically for being, if we're being very, very honest, it's a ripoff of, of Sons of the Lambs, right? Yeah. Jodie Foster in this is like Clary Starling, like dialed up to eleven, and I and I love everything about it. Like Not
1: about her fantasy football team, didn't put enough running backs in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's like all of and us. Like, like she is such an intimidating character for being such a tiny petite person. Um, mm-hmm. her self confidence and the way that she handles herself is like a true police veteran, and I and her and the relationship with Callie Reyes so dynamic because neither of them are putting up with each other's shit and neither of them will back down from each other, which is inevitably when these guys when they, when they pair up, much like Rustin Cole and Marty did in mm-hmm. season one like there is nothing better when two opposites have to work together
1: yeah I, I love to see John Hawks in this. He's one of the ultimate that guys.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, that guy. Like, I kind of know him as John Hawks, but I'm also like, it I was like, oh, that guy, the discount Sean Penn.
0: Oh, that's, that's, that is such, such a good description for him. All respects. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, I'm just
1: like, it's Sean, it's Sean Penn. No, okay. It's not Sean Penn.
0: He was nominated for an Academy Award.
1: Rightfully so, he's a great actor.
0: I didn't know that. Oh man, like he's aged pretty gracefully too. He's sixty-four years old. Wow, what a feel too. Like if you,
1: as I always do when I watch this, I look at the IMDb for people. This is a lot of uh, actors' real first movie, uh, or uh, well, show, movie, whatever. But like first real acting gig. Let's just change that. Like a lot of them have been like in like two things. Uh huh. Like not like like. Like small project, and then boom, you're in true detective. It's like, holy shit, what a what an encore. Like like if if we did our year interview today, callie Reyes is already getting new cover because she killed it in that first episode.
0: Oh man, like so I I didn't really I don't really know much about her backstory until today when I looked it up, but like she is intimidating as fuck in this show. And then you look she at are like, oh things she's before this. And then you're like, oh, she's she's actually a professional boxer. And you're like, oh. I would not want to fuck with her.
1: Yeah, you can tell she is. uh, She would kick the shit out of anybody.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the show briefly, and like just themes, or like you're right. Like it's really, it's going to be impossible to predict anything. Um, When True Detective is on, it really, and it's happened in every single season. It makes you think about the idea of something supernatural happening but then it shifts out to be the perspective of one of the unreliable narrators. Right. So we actually did see supernatural things in season one that people often forget about. Um, but the general consensus is that it's attributed to Matthew McConaughey's time as a undercover cop and like the drug use that he's taken a part of
1: mm-hmm.
0: in season two, we see a little bit about, of we see a little bit of it with, uh, Vaughn's character as he's dying right and then we see a little bit about it in season three with Mahershala Ali's character suffering from Alzheimer's so this season in particular is as you mentioned is leading towards indigenous culture and the connection to the land and spirits and and just their beliefs in a lot of things and are we going to get stuff because of that or are we getting things because of something else that people are experiencing or seeing or what have you
1: Yeah, there's a big part of that. And then obviously, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be zombies or a monster or anything like that. I'm not sure. I don't think
0: so, Like, I doubt it.
1: This show is always kind of still in a weird way grounded in evil, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, than like supernatural evil. It's more the evil of humanity than evil of supernatural. Absolutely. Like when they're like, hear the whispers and like she's coming and stuff like that. As we saw in the, the the first season, there's always a twist to what's coming with that, but it 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 always looks inward to the evils of humanity more yes. than the supernatural evils.
0: You just nailed it right on the head. Like the 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 evil that people are capable of often outshadows the evil that we think about inside of our heads. Yeah, um, I know that and, season three in particular leaned a lot against playing against Mahershala Ali's mental condition, right? He always thought he was being watched and followed and there was cars outside of the house. And like, we just never knew if that was even true or not, but for someone with Alzheimer's or dementia, that is true. That is their reality. And for someone like the son who's cyborg, um, he may or may not have never even seen it or even even noticed it. Uh, no. And so in this
1: season, Callie Reyes with the murder that happened against her to her partner, I believe.
0: No, or... it was like, it was a girl in the
1: community. Girl in the community, thank you. Yeah, girl in the uh, community. But just, yeah. just her like, that's the unjust investigation that was done compared to what would it would have been if it was a white woman.
0: Well, and, and Jodie Foster brings that point up. Like, she's like, you have every right to be upset about it, and you know we probably do treat differently for you know than 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 white people. Um But she's like, you look at this case enough. Everyone looked at this case more than enough to come to any kind of conclusions and no one was able to solve it and there are always going to be cases out there that no one ever solves Mm -hmm. um but what really affected callie reyes's character was not only was a member of the community but the savagery at which it happened right this person was stabbed 32 times not only that they got the shit kicked out of them after they were dead and after they were dumped Teeth bashed in, ribs broken after they're already dead. So this was like clearly a crime of hate, clearly a crime of, of like maliciousness and evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how does this link into a bunch of scientists who live out on a base in the middle of nowhere? I have no idea, but the guys were in the jacket. So like, do you have any theories about that?
1: Hey, must just Really hate Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Cameron's dad came back. The revenge on the car no i I mean i don't know i mean it could have been something like the, the tongue getting cut out you know makes you think it's a, some type of supernatural monster right
0: well i was thinking well i mean is it, it was, it was, we were led to believe that the tongue getting cut out is very very much a message to people in the community that dead people will tell no tales yeah. but as they mentioned with the body being found in, in the containers like like there it was kind of one of those things where um so i'm trying to lose i'm like kind of losing my train of thought right now I'm well just i'll just say this really much, quickly
1: like with the with the white walker like, like the zombie oh, guy travis that, travis, yeah, that yeah. i'm not that i still have no explanation for so that i have no explanation for
0: i well like that, that i think that might is that might be a direct connection to like the region region's cultural proclusivities to spirits and the dead and things like that right so yeah we have a white woman looking at a white ghost but she's gonna say like oh the spirit the spirit of my of my brother the spirit of my husband was pointing me in that direction and you know something that's so important to indigenous communities is that spirituality so who are we to say that they're wrong yeah exactly
1: um yeah i don't really know like i said like i I think we kind of hit on everything like there's a it's a good introduction to it and there's five parts still it's 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 kind of a shorter series than i thought it was there's not the typical 10 episode arc but i I do think it does a good job of like getting you amped and kind of setting the template in the first episode
0: well filming at night has to just be so hard for a crew consistently right like i and i love the setting um the sun sets on a very specific day and then you're just not, it doesn't come up again for, and that's the other disconcerting thing about the show that makes you question basically everything that everybody sees or everybody does is what point of the day is this happening? Cause you just think that all this happens at seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock yeah. at night, but like the drunk driver, for example, crashing into the post that could have happened at 9. A.M
1: you're right because it's now the days the days are night now like they they mentioned
0: yeah and so, so that's going to add such an interesting the setting is going to add such an interesting um extra layer of storytelling because in our minds we're going to think that this only happens within one night or two nights maybe and everyone just sleeps during the day but in reality they're thinking about this 24 7 for weeks or months or what what have you
1: so yeah lots of good points there dev uh I think, you know, for only being six episodes, like I, I, I just said, like, I think we're in a good spot.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, my, minus the weird uh, CGI with the reindeers or the caribou. And the, pol- and the, parabe- and the polar bear with the one eye. Uh, I mean, that was kind of cool. That was kind of foreshadowed in this weird, you know, the weird dog toy stuffed animal kind of thing. True. Um, I know a lot of it is going to be left to our interpretation. And I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. looking at, well, I'm not looking for answers for the polar bear. Um, I just hope that the actual case itself, the crime itself is satisfying for us to watch, solve, finish. And I know that like through the, through all the trailers, like they've really teased Carcosa, right? This whole spiral thing from season one. Do I necessarily think that Carcosa is like this international web of child molesters and pedophiles no i don't i don't want to like don't want to link you know the bad guy in alaska being to the bad guy in louisiana but i hope that there's something more than a blink and you miss it yeah i don't need to have like i don't need to have mcconaughey and woody on a zoom meeting with jody foster Nothing like that. I don't need them. I don't need to have anything cheap like that. Uh, I just hope that this, these six episodes are well thought out from a crime perspective. And that's where I think a lot of these crime shows get really get sidetracked. Um, They start off as these great murder mysteries and then they turn into like character studies of the police. Mm -hmm. And I get really, really turned off when it's like, oh, like we spend more time at home with these police officers and the emotional baggage they bring. Rather than just like, I want to see some like, I want to see a, a a crime show that really digs deep into like how they crack the case, other than getting lucky.
1: I agree. Well, and we did see some of that because we saw that with the Peter Pryor character and his partner, and mm-hmm. like
0: working too much, and then Jodie Foster with her stepdaughter. You know what? It's unsure as to how she's actually related or involved with this character, but uh, like you know what that 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 kind of non-parent parent role will, will affect how Jodie Foster polices this case, no doubt about yes. it. Yeah. Um, it just goes back to my point. Like, I really just hope this crime is like satisfying, and there's like decent. There's a decent explanation other than like. Oh, there is a gas leak, and they all went crazy and they all went wandering in the snow. At the end
1: part four is going to hit like crazy because it's going to come on, and then Curb goes on after it.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, is really the
1: season premiere of Curb. So it's just like, I'm sure that might like that one, probably be like crazy. It's like, okay, here's Curb Enthusiasm to calm you down now. Um, but overall, I mean, the IMDb for it is 7.6, which I don't think is deserved, but I think it's because people wanted more off the start
0: well it's unknown it's being not what we actually got so far and you know what like, like even if we watched true detective season 1 we may not have been we may not have been giving giving it nines or tens like we were giving other other episodes so um, we can look back after six episodes and say oh episode 1 really set us up for success here or we can say it didn't give us enough and like season 2 and th- or episode 2 and 3 is where it really gets good
1: yeah, like just looking at the INDB stuff, people are like this is so bad. It's nothing but filler. I'm like, shows at times have to build the characters. You know that, right? Like you have to know the character. again. not just be like, here's a crime, and now we're gonna kick ass. <laughs>
0: I'm all out of bubble gum. And yeah. it's time to kick ass now. No, I think I think you're right about that. Um far and away though, Jodie Foster just fucking owns every the scene. Like, the oh best. my oh my goodness. Like And it just makes you like think back, like to her career as an actor and just be like, shit, like, I know that Jodie Foster is like an A++++++ plus 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 list actor. Like, they're, they're on the level of Brad Pitt and George Clooney and Julia Roberts and whoever, but like, do you almost wish that there should be more for their career? Yeah. I mean, being a taxi driver when, you know, that young yeah one of the oldest one of the youngest uh nominees or what youngest winner or did tatum o'neill win i can't remember it doesn't matter, no matter But why. yeah watching back
1: taxi driver this year I'd be like oh shit yeah jodie foster was young then
0: oh borderline inappropriate but i think from what i understand about the filming of that movie like they she had like an overwhelmingly positive um experience like they weren't they didn't expose her to like more than they needed to and they took they took a very professional stance with it um mm-hmm. and like other child actors uh you know it's probably a testament to how she turned out as an adult like she went to yale very highly educated and you know as a director producer kind of thing but you just want it's one of those things like i almost wait like should they be in more a plus movies jodie foster like I know she's known for like kind of two or three roles, but like in reality, like. Yeah, what do
1: you think her IMDb is?
0: Well, there's two tons of, are, of stuff. Two there's of them tons are easy. Of stuff I've Two called. of them are easy. Like the Taxi. Taxi. I was saying like no,
1: the Known Four, right?
0: So the Known Four, Easy. Taxi, Silence. Yeah. Uh, wasn't she in a movie with Mel Gibson? Yeah, Maverick, but that's not the one. What are, they, what are the other two?
1: The Accused, which I saw a yeah. long time ago, which also has Kelly McGillis in it. Okay. And then the brave oh. one with
0: Jennifer. she was in. She was the she was the OG Freaky Friday. Yep, I mean when I think about her, I think a panic room. Yes, I do think of panic room as well. That's a great point.
1: Uh, yeah, I think a panic room quite a bit. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe that's because like that's early high school years. Go to movie. oh and... Inside Man. Inside Man. Flight, flight Clive plan. Owen, right? or flight Genzo. plan. Genzo.
0: Yeah. Oh, flight I didn't see plan. that. I didn't see Flight Plan.
1: That's good. Inside Man's good. But yeah, you're right. After after let's just say Inside Man, she has that nice little run there of Panic Room, Flight Plan, Inside Out, and the Brave one. Yeah. After that, it's just like I mean, she's in the Beaver with Mel Gibson. The That's the, the one I was thinking of movie. Yeah. Uh, she's in Elite, uh, uh, Asylum, the Matt Damon movie that we saw that was the Neil Blumcott movie that was not good. Oh, we wanted um, we wanted it to be good. We wanted, we wanted so bad
0: for it to be good she's just not really in anything good well it's just like so, i wonder if these movies are like very like highly cinematic they're artsy in their own way or if we're just like we didn't like is she does she actually pick like just amazing things and we're not seeing it or like and even if you look at her imd like her her wikipedia thing like in the last 20 years 2004 on she's in like 10 movies One, she, yeah two, she three, takes three, some four, big five, gaps six, and seven, stuff eight. I know that she's like a mother who who like is yeah. really active with her kids and stuff. So yeah, of I'm, it's just one of those things. Like, why is she not? We talk about her like she's the female version of DiCaprio or Daniel Day Lewis, but why why are her movies not received the same way?
1: Maybe she doesn't do what we see from a lot of actors too. Like she doesn't like, oh, I'm going to work with blank director on this one. I'm gonna go and work with. Tarantino, and now I'm going to go work with Scorsese, and now I'm going to go work with Villeneuve. Like she doesn't seem to really do that Mm. Mm -hmm. as well. So she's not in those properties, and I mean, also like she's not really making the choices of movies that were like, oh, that you know, some sometimes uh, an actor of her of their, pardon me, of their uh, level can carry a film, whatever way, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But now you see i think true detective could be the start of it too Where right? i don't believe they've ever won an emmy before
0: i don't think so well they yeah. were nominated for like directing for orange is the new black and stuff that i just read about um yeah but that's the kind of thing i'm i like if you have told me as like a 14 year old boy after i watched Science of the lambs as like kind of like the first movie i watched as an adult uh, if you will that they are the most famous actor in the whole world. I would completely believe you.
1: There's, there's other actors like this, like Uma Thurman. Her career didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Like I was watching Kill Bill again yesterday and I'm like, right. Yeah. Her career did not go the way I thought it was going to go after Kill Bill. And, and, you know, it's, it's not a lot of, um, sometimes it's the choices you make sometimes it's life. I mean Cameron Diaz for example right she decided just to be a mom and she stepped away from all. now she has this movie with Jamie Foxx it's coming out this year right. and she majorly regrets it because apparently
0: Jamie Foxx was a total dick to her well we've been hearing a lot about Jamie Foxx lately haven't we
1: yeah so I, I think for what Jordy Foster's
0: career is overall I mean no doubt super respectable
1: fucking legend
0: I'm just wondering, like, you know, we have, like, you can have, like, the De Niro marathon, and there's probably eight to 10 movies where you're like, these are must, absolute must watch, put your phone away, don't even bring it in the room with you kind of movies. And Jodie Foster, who I would say is on the same level as De Niro, I don't know what those 10 movies are. Dude, look
1: at her kid career. I'm just looking at her IMDb right now.
0: Oh, like it's stupid. before
1: Taxi Driver. There's so much stuff they were in. It's crazy. She,
0: she was a she was a Disney idol. Like she, she was, was like a, the original. Scooby she was the OG Doo. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, she
1: played Pugsley Adams in Scooby Doo.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, she was basically born into Hollywood, anyways. So
1: yeah, she started acting. They started acting in 1969 in the Doris Day Show.
0: Dang. Yeah, that's cool. Right. What a great story. What a great story! Uh,
1: really quick finish, just on the Emmys, and just the problem with nominations—not okay. nominations, nominees of the Bear winning comedy, which sure it, it deserves to win a best show somewhere. There's no doubt about it. But this was for the first season that won. The second season is not exactly a laugh riot at all. But
0: the second season is better than one.
1: Yeah, so it's gonna win, but like I, I don't feel like it's fair for something like Abbott or what we do in the shadows that has to compete against the bear. That's not exactly fair for what they're aiming to do for their show compared to what the bear is aiming to do for its show. So number one, I think the bear has to enter into drama next year or we got to figure something else out here because it's not fair for a show like Abbott or what we do in the shadows or jury duty or some of these other shows that are intentionally going for right. the laugh yeah. compared to what the bear, like even with Lasso, Lasso is a comedy. It has serious moments, but it's a comedy Atlanta, yes. serious moments, comedy, Barry, serious moment, comedy. There yes. is not, there is, there's, there's <laughs>, laughs, there's laughs in there, but I would argue succession has more comedy in it than the bear does.
0: That they're not even playing different, like Abbott, Even Abbott and Barry are playing two two. They're playing the same sport, but very differently. Yeah. The bear, the bear, and Abbott are not even playing the same sport. No. Not even friggin' close. That's a really interesting. That's a really great observation. Um, I just didn't think it was exactly fair. Well, that's the kind of thing I'm wondering. What kind of, what kind of chicanery people, the voting public or the voting private people, do? For so for shows like that that clearly deserve to have all this attention on them, which is the Bear Season One. But if you're you're right in terms of if they put it into true drama, as maybe we think it should be. If it goes in drama, it would not, it's not, it being would not succession. It not would not be succession. And so I'm wondering no. if this is just a way of like the 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 voting body to be like, you know what, we'll shove it in here. It's going to get some awards to build up its momentum so that in the next year, when we actually vote for the season that does matter, which is season two of The Bear, it's going to basically win everything because there's no succession to compete against anymore.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for the Laugh Riot of Fishes winning Best Comedy Writing. <laughs> 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 or like, seriously,
0: like that that's a Laugh Riot, the, the Christmas episode, Fishes. Oh an my laugh Riot. Well, she, you know what? Like, like you laugh because you're uncomfortable in the same way that you laugh at Succession, but you don't laugh at Barry because it's uncomfortable. You laugh at Barry because Bill Burr has a podcast about being a priest that used to be a, a hockey player who killed a guy.
1: Yeah, or stuff with Ho Ho Hank. All Go
0: of those Ho-Ho-Hank. things are funny, yeah. um, but also kind of bleed like that. That opens up a different conversation about blurring the lines between drama and comedy, which has been such a two thousands thing to do, right? Uh, we had sitcoms on couches with like you know all in the family and the jeffersons and stuff like that and the cosby show and then we had dramas like nypd blue and west wing and stuff like that but like nowadays you know i don't know who the first show to do that was you think it was like breaking bad almost or like even breaking bad was very
1: of of blurring the lines
0: the dramedies like very much a very contemporary thing
1: i think even like mad men there's, there's there's a lot of comedy at times in mad men right
0: it's more serious, so they still, but they they didn't classify themselves as a comedy.
1: No, but that so that's saying, the other that thing. Oh, the clarion fight itself, so
0: like it was probably
1: Barry or Atlanta was the first time I really saw it. I think like like they it's put in the comedy oh, a little, side a
0: little older, but I just can't I can't think of the show that it were, that I'm probably going to tip my tongue that we think about it and be like, oh, there it is. Uh,
1: I mean, Veep was a straight comedy that was in there. You know, Thirty Rock was a straight comedy that was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, this this was the now in these later years with Atlanta with Maisel with Barry, there is a dividing line in there. But make no mistake about it; those are comedy shows, right? Mm-hmm. But and I, and I think it's because now the filmmaking is a lot more serious. Like Abbott's the only sitcom that was nominated this year, right? In there, yeah, definitely. Um, and you know something like Shadows is. Definitely a comedy, but you know, it has some serious stuff to a degree in there, but no different than what you'd have like a serious moment in Cheers or Friends or Seinfeld back in the day. Well, not as much Seinfeld, but my like friends are Cheers back in the day, right? Those are
0: sitcoms, right? Those are those are these situations to make like to next be year, fighting. for example, we're gonna have
1: best comedy mm-hmm. and it could be Shadows and it could be you know, uh, Abbott and Curb, and then it's gonna go in season two of The Bear. Like, what the fuck do you think is gonna win? And, and you can just go. At the end of the day, like, well, the three best shows this past year were probably Succession, Bear, and this was season one of the Bear, though. But the the three best shows, you know, for the deadline of the parameters of what the Emmys were, were Succession, the Bear, Beef. So the three best shows, one, so what's everyone complaining about?
0: Like, if you want to, White Lotus is a comedy.
1: Yeah, that got put into drama.
0: That's weird to me. White Lotus is definitely a black comedy. Um, Master of None? That's a close one. Yeah. That's That's a drama, That's a that that, is definitely a drama. That bridged it.
1: That bridged it.
0: I I think that's one of the first examples that I think that come to mind. I'm looking through Wikipedia right now. Yeah,
1: so talking to Adam, his thing was like, Well, the bear's half an hour, so how can it compete with those hour shows that are drama? drama is normally an hour-length show. So I guess I agree with that. But and then like I said, the three best shows, you know, in that in that Emmy window. Were succession beef and the bear so three best shows one, but I also don't know if it's fair that something like Abbott again that is going for laughs that probably was the second pick doesn't get its deserved pick because now Abbott's gonna have to go against the bear now for however long, mm-hmm. and that's I think why they're like, oh, well, we'll give like in like you know, cousin and Jeremy Allen White winning best comedy
0: actor is also well- weird. And a, cousin 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 i can see cousin you cousin actually... sure
1: even a.o to a degree
0: <sighs> jeremy allen white though not a comedy no, actor no not a not a that's like you should just you should just nominated maddie matheson as like best lead actor dude that, he was
1: awesome on the speeches that's the best part about the globes and the emmys is that maddie got to do the speeches and then evan oh, morris really? came up and gave him a big smooch when oh really
0: yeah it was dope the the cast seemed to really enjoy themselves. And I'm really, I, yeah. it seems to be like such a positive atmosphere. The cameos they got were great. great. The Christmas episode was great. Like it tells such an important, such a it, crazy it story. Now,
1: right? It's the best show on TV. Yes, now the Succession's is. gone, it's the best show on TV. So I'm not, I'm not complaining about it winning. It it, it This past year, if I said the two best shows I watched, it was Succession and then the Bear, it, you know that that's not a question and it season 2 absolutely should win cuz season 2 is a masterpiece in television it's just going against shows that are comedy i don't like something like dave will be pro- hopefully nominated in this next emmys right and but dave, dave and the bear a,
0: are different different stories dave and the bear
1: are different so like and i would hope that something like dave will get nominated in that in that range
0: i mean speaking of i finished dave yeah and it's great i'm i'm so happy that you i'm so happy i finally Got into it. Um, was well, ironic because movie.
1: you put me on to Dave the musician, and then I put you oh. on to Dave the television show.
0: That's that is, that I don't is know true. if that's
1: irony or coincidental. I don't
0: know. <laughs> that might be irony. Yeah. That's the whatever the show, infinitely rewatchable. There's so many things I pick up. All the like, Gata is such a really, such a cool character. Um, the folk like season season 3 was definitely a focus on Dave the person less of us he's almost like he had kind of um come to terms with his celebrityness in a sense yeah um but even just like the lens you know the lens of like the stalker with the Brad Pitt episode like i knew Brad Pitt was in the episode but i had no idea he was like the episode i just thought he was a cameo so when he when he popped up in the whole thing for for the music video at the beginning of the episode i was like oh like there it is like that's exactly what i thought it was going to be and then like oh yeah we don't want to overuse you like you can go now and i was like oh that's such a very clever meta thing and then when he shows up in the episode i was like oh my god this cannot get any better crazy crazy show so creative i mean it's many other people have said this better than i have but it's like the white version of atlanta right yeah
1: you you could tell i have no
0: problem with that
1: Donald Glover sent those tweets out before the the, the double season of Atlanta, kind of saying, "This is going to be better than Atlanta." Dave stole my ideas, so Glover even got jealous
0: of it. Right yeah. now, that being said, I think it it does not handle the what well, we'll call it the quote unquote artistic side as as cleverly as Atlanta does. No, um, but Atlanta or but Dave tells such a great, coherent story of Dave the person and all the yeah. people around Dave, like the. The start of their arcs as characters and where they end up now after he's become more famous and where they're all at in their lives and they've all changed and some of them are relationships or out of relationships, that is much better than Atlanta did, yeah, but and you could argue penis. you you could argue that Atlanta never tried to do that with characters like Ern and Darius and Paperboy,
1: yeah, and we got penis coming out we got
0: and it it's this tomorrow i think 19th yeah we got a cassette actually it should be out right now oh maybe i mean i'm just i'm i'm pretty pumped for like like some of the some of the songs that they featured on the show like i i was a big fan of that song he made with his ex-girlfriend before they went to the wedding like yeah but like my goodness like what a great uh yeah yeah, it's out you were absolutely right there's a mumford
1: and sons and farewell williams song out too which you're damn right i'm gonna listen to that
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> attaboy don't um, change no i
1: never change um but yeah so peanut is out now so maybe i'll a review a peanut i i just think i'm it's so fun to kind of see where dave bird's career has gone overall you know it, it's it's a very fun arc that i don't know if that type of arc can happen now
0: i just don't even know like i constantly question did he get this because of the rapping ability or has this all been part of a plan it's
1: probably because
0: because that's the case then he talks about this in the show all the time about how he wants to bring so many different things to people and now that he's like doing it in this very metal way like the stuff that he's writing on the show is like him telling us in advance what he's doing and then he's going to do it in real life and now we have to go witness it both on the show and in real life like That's so meta
1: to me. We shouldn't be surprised too with what he was able to do with uh, basketball and the marketing that he was able to do for Mm -hmm. them when he worked for them. Mm
0: -hmm. So this guy
1: knows how to market things as well. Cause he, you know, during the camp that was probably one of the best campaigns they've ever had was his idea apparently. So this guy knows how to market himself as well. And he does a very good job of, of if rather that is Dave bird, or if that is the character he wants everyone to think that he is. I think he does a really good job in that. They're only, I think, like, who's the only other rapper that I think other, you know, outside of Gambino or Dave that I'd be interested in a show and I'm actually surprised hasn't done this type of show would be Scott Mesky, would be Kid Cudi. Just Mm. with how his mind kind of works. I'm surprised Kid Cudi never, like,
0: because he was the best part of that House Party movie. It's not even close. Well, he's so dynamic as an individual as well. Like, yes, we know him from some of his songs but i also like the more you look into him like he has labels he has clothing he did well he did how to make it in america which i started which i started um which like really takes me back to like my college days holy in such a great way as well he's bringing it back yeah right um
1: Dude, you, have you seen the cast of this movie recently? The, the cast again? Which one? Like it, it's not like anyone that's blowing up, but it's like some guys that you use like, oh, those people, right? Like it has Brian Greenberg, who's had a nice career. Right. I know him from One Tree Hill. Lake Bell. Yeah. When Whenever Lake Bell shows up, I'm happy. Eddie K. Tom- Thomas, people know from American Pie and a few other things. Great. Kid Cudi. Louis Guzman's in it as well.
0: Yes, he is. He's the cousin.
1: Uh, Martha Pimpleton, who's now like getting all these major dramatic uh, um, situations. So there's there's a few other people in here, but like I was like, oh, this is Pharrell Williams is in it as himself, by the way. So all the Pharrell talk out of nowhere today that you didn't expect.
0: I might force myself to watch this show, like, yes. and I've seen pieces like throughout my 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 younger years, but to really just sit back and rewatch it and absorb it is going to be important to me.
1: I loved it only two seasons though.
0: i know crazy and this like, is that was a, of, that was a, a show piece. that h that was a show that hbo canceled and people were like what the fuck yeah and then people were like oh but you're going to give on another season after the whole sasha gray thing and you're like oh yeah i guess so yeah yeah
1: that's one show that people have been asking back when max came along people were like Adrian was like we need new original ideas from max They're like
0: this make this how to, Well, How to Make an America. But you know what? If people were to watch it now, they'd be like, it's so woke. Yeah, probably, unfortunately.
1: So uh, anything else?
0: Gaming-wise? Gaming-wise, I have finished the single-player campaign of Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, how was it?
1: Out of 10. Ooh, Eight. Nice. 8.5? 8. Does it have a Bioshock feel to it?
0: No. It's, it's not something. really as advertised either is the it spooky? execution not really it's just oh, fun. she lied it's, like, it's honestly it's like friggin' cotton candy for my brain like that's all mm-hmm. it was like in the game the execution itself of the different aspects of it were were mid but by god like the atmosphere of tokyo the faithfulness to tokyo like just how japanese it actually was is like is like 11 out of 10 so there's nice. things that i really enjoy about it and then like for a gameplay standpoint it's like oh this is kind of fun like the collectibles they're fun but like i don't need to play open world action games anymore but it was just like this one was kind of special to me
1: oh i also saw the kelly kuoko movie
0: role play oh i keep seeing that on my fire stick how yeah is it? it's fine. not good it's fine no
1: I guess it's the early candidate for worst movie of the year. Really? Uh, Well, we're three weeks into it. So something has to be the worst movie right now. It's fine. Like, it's not a bad movie. But, like, you have to tell me the worst movie I saw in January. This is probably it. It's Uh, totally fine, though. Like, I I don't think it's a bad movie by any means. It's like a five and a half, six Mm -hmm. out of ten. Like, you know, you want to watch it on a date night or, you know. Just in the background, totally inoffensive, fine movie that you forget about. Like, yeah, I, I, I will not remember this movie when we get to year in review. <laughs> no, I will not remember this for twenty twenty four year in review. I will not remember it. Fair enough. So it, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's Still fine. I have to watch *Killers of the Flower Moon*, but it's like you like you get ready, you like get yourself like and you're ready to sit. I was like uh, three and a half hours. I think I'm just gonna have to like chunk it like take chunks like okay this is like an hour i'm gonna watch or like before i do this i'm gonna watch this for half a killers Fire movie moon for half an hour right i, I don't right. think i can do the full three and a half sit down
0: that's a really i haven't really thought about how i'm gonna do it yet i might just do it i might like yeah. i might have an intermission to like grab another drink and whatever yeah. but like i'm gonna be really cognizant of like i'm gonna take a break at two hours yeah and if I take a half an hour break, that's fine. If I take a 10-minute break, I don't care. But I'm going to take a break at two hours, probably.
1: Yeah, I'm also waiting for Iron Claw right now when that comes uh, out. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is the last, and I don't want to go too deep, but Nick and I were t- talking about this because he went to beekeeper this week, right? And I think you and I are somewhat the same in this, maybe a little bit different, but like for me... The demand to go to the theater just isn't there, and I and look, I enjoy going to the theater still. Like, when I went to see Empire Strikes Back with my nephew, that was awesome to have that theater experience with him. That was great, but I, I remember back, I think it was what 2015 or 16, Dev, that we went to 30 movies. I think we something we counted, it was a movie. Oh like, no, every Tuesday, friggin' more. Oh every my Tuesday, god, every Tuesday, like, was a movie, yep, basically. Movie. Um, yes, and now, like. I also just don't think that there's the gambles anymore. That's what Nick and I were talking. Like, there's not the gambles. Yeah. Like John Wick was a gamble. Nightcrawler was kind of a gamble, right? Oh, it definitely looked, it was. See, Hall in it, but it's like I don't know. Creepy um, poster. Yeah, but like it, I don't think those movies are there anymore. Like they just go well, to the, Netflix and the, the, they go to Amazon.
0: The original movies don't really get theatrical releases anymore. For being honest, right? Mm-hmm. Um and if they do, they're only they're they're there for such a short time, then they get bought up by Amazon, then they they you know what I mean. So um you're right about you're right in terms of like appointment viewing, but here's the other flip side. Um when we were going to a lot of movies, the occasional empty movie theater was a really nice treat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and it's now, movie. And now, like the last four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times I've gone. They've been mostly empty almost all the time. Yeah. And that doesn't really feel very special to me anymore. So it's like, yeah. if I'm going to watch a movie with four other random people who are sitting all throughout the theater, I can watch this at home. Now, granted, there's always going to be visuals and stuff. Like I would have, I, I, if the creator was a better movie, I would have liked to see the creator in theaters. See, that was
1: my, one that could have been a
0: gamble. That's why, yeah, it could have been a gamble. and just didn't work out for me, but like we saw Avatar two in theaters. Yeah, I I I don't regret it at all. Still but. haven't seen it. And that's the kind of thing, like, I don't know if I'd want to see it for the first time at home. For the first time in a theater, then the second time at home, I think I'm okay with When it, you so. and I had
1: that realization with the Gravity, we're like, we didn't see it in the theater, and that's why we're not as high on it.
0: That's 100% sure. Yep. Yeah.
1: I mean, something like Iron Claw, I don't feel like I need to see Iron Claw in the theater.
0: Nah, probably not.
1: And I, and I think that's part of it too now, is like, part of you is like, well, like, I mean, Kill is the Fire Moon. I was like, I know this is going to be an Apple eventually. I pay for Apple. Yeah, I'm just going to save the money. And, I, and I, I think that's the problem, too. Like, uh, that Red One movie uh, that has uh, Chris Evans and The Rock coming out in November, that's like this Christmas, like, movie that they're doing. I think a lot of people are going to be like, this is probably just going to come out, like, five days before Christmas on Amazon. So it comes out November 21st, but then I'll go like three weeks and I'll be on Amazon. So I'll just wait. Definitely. Like, I I think that's kind of it's even with with some of the MCU stuff now, right? Like maybe you'll see the Marvels when it goes in Disney Plus. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But that I think there's a lot of people I know, our friend Andy, who's our top MCU guy, just never got around, work got busy, never got a chance to go see the Marvels. And he's like, well, let's see it on Disney Plus. Now whatever.
0: Yeah, I definitely will see it on Disney Plus. It's just like I I know Marvel is not appointment viewing and when it's not appointment viewing, that means I get to make my own appointment to watch it, which means I get to like, I get to watch it three months later and I'm okay with it. Um, I mean, it's really shown, it's, it's really shown in the last year, like there are three or four things a year that we, you and I watch the moment it comes out or as soon as possible. And we don't yep. make any excuses for it, and we just yep. watch it, and that's it. We watch True Detective, we watch Succession, we watch the finale of Barry, we watch the Bear week to week. Like, we're on top of stuff when we wanna be, but I think it just takes a lot more for us to be excited now than it used to.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're the theaters this year, like for you guys, Dune will be a must. Yes, and, Dune's you know, a must. I'm, I am going to start reading the uh, I, I I got told by a few people to read the book instead. So I'm going to try to maybe even just do the audiobook, but I'm going to read the yes. book or audiobook at first and then I'm going to rewatch Dune 1. Yes, yes. I and would I'm to try to redo this in my mind. So read the book, maybe have more in-depth stuff for what the book has to say and then and then go and then maybe by that time I'll be excited to see Dune 2.
0: Yeah, I think for you the audiobook would be such a great start. Yeah, yeah I think that'd be a good' that'd be a good, good place to go.
1: did you know as I'm just doing this right now that iTunes TV shows and purchases have now just all moved to the Apple TV app?
0: Um no cause I think I have like I think I have one purchase on Apple, but at the same time, like I've never so now the Apple TV
1: this must have happened in the new iOS. This is live. I'm Now there's the Apple TV store. There's no iTunes store. It's just...
0: I knew there was no iTunes store anymore. There's just like... Because yeah. you can't get iTunes gift cards anymore. You just get Apple gift cards. Wow. Crazy.
1: And Next goal okay. wins on there?
0: Oh, you have to rent it. Okay. Never mind. I'm not paying 24
1: bucks for that yet. Sorry, Tycho.
0: <laughs> That's kind of the shitty part. Like, some of these movies, like, why are why are VOD rentals 25 bucks? Yeah. That's so crazy like... to me.
1: Five Night of Freddy's, how much is that now? That's, okay, rent seven bucks. If you're Five Night of yes. Freddy's friends, rent it. But if you're not, no.
0: But even people on the fence, like I think seven to $15 is a very reasonable rental price. But when you're telling me it's 25 bucks to rent a movie that's like just came out of theaters. Yeah, Is no.
1: 20 bucks right yeah,
0: now. Yeah, I'm good, good. But $12, I'd consider 12, a rental for $12. And we talked about $100 movie reviews back in the day. Yeah, let's talk about one hundred dollar, hundred dollar movie rental reviews. Like, well, now it's twenty five dollars. It's literally the twenty. Would you pay
1: twenty five bucks? Uh,
0: I'm not paying twenty five bucks to rent most most of these movies, but I'll I'll think about it for twelve bucks, ten bucks.
1: I do think, and uh, on this, like my cable provider, I think they do a very good job of giving you a catalog of movies that are available to rent now, and I do think iTunes d- does as well. I don't rent on Amazon. I rent on either one of them, so I, I think that they've done a good job of kind of letting you know it's coming and all that at the top so anyways that's been the rundown that's devin seal joshua adam lamar with that next week when we'll be back we will have more true detective for you and yeah i don't really think there's anything else super big out this week so it'll be true detective and uh
0: our theories yeah. our and, thoughts and our
1: theories and maybe we'll have some other fun stuff that we'll come up with within that time until then folks cheers enjoy the day
0: thank you for listening to fresh tape network follow us on social media platforms at fresh Case. 42.